breaching the fault lines of today. Welcome to Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser on the Blaze Radio Network. Experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. This is Dr. Zudi Jasser. Welcome to another episode this week of Reform This on the Blaze Radio Network. It's great to be with you, and I'm your faithful American Muslim patriot, uh, what I believe to be a quest of reform within the House of Islam. And on Reform This, uh, for those of you that have subscribed and join me every week to week, I think you're finding that um, there are no subjects that we don't cover here that uh, are too tough or too controversial, that this is the place that you'll find reasonable approach to the issues of the day and how we as Americans, and especially those of us who are Muslim, can hold ourselves accountable to the need to reform and the fact that underneath this chasm between the land of Islam, the land of political Islam that rules many Muslim countries, and the land here of freedom and liberty, that there is a chasm that can only be breached through reform. And I can tell you that this week, more than any other, as we celebrate Thanksgiving Day, as we look at that which we are most grateful to have, It is the blessings of God, the blessings of a nation that gives us security, that gives us warmth, that gives us prosperity and the ability to be healthy, to cherish the times with our family, with our kin, with our neighbors, our communities, and our country. To be thankful for those who keep us safe, from the police to the military, domestically, and abroad. And on this Thanksgiving, I'm reminded this week, for those that have celebrated, I hope every one of you do, that what is brilliant about this holiday is the fact that it is such a uniting concept. The wisdom of those who decided to make this a holiday that we celebrate together is that whether you're Christian, Jewish, Muslim, or any faith or no faith, that we're all thankful, that we all have gratitude. 
that we all share an attitude of compassion and love for our fellow countrymen, our compatriots, those who know that our contract of society, that constitution that we share, is what gives us the ability to be free. That so many have given that ultimate sacrifice, as we talked earlier this year in Memorial Day or a few weeks ago on Veterans Day, that at the end of the day, at the end of this week, we are thankful. We have the greatest gratitude to live in what I believe to be the greatest country in the world. You know, gratitude's a very interesting concept as we just went through a very divisive political season is will the pundits, will those who want to rip us apart take a break? Take a break to remember what we thank God for. Remember what we thank the Almighty, the Creator, or just what we thank each other for. And as somebody who loves my faith and believes in God, I can tell you that this task that I've undertaken, not only on this program, but in all of my work, about reform, about the need for Muslims, no matter whether we're doctors, lawyers, engineers, accountants, teachers, plumbers, whatever it may be that we do, it is our responsibility to give back. It is our responsibility to be thankful. And the Islam I was taught growing up in Wisconsin with my family was my parents taught me in that little town in Nina, Wisconsin, that that thankfulness has three stages in Islam. The first one is basically to realize and appreciate all the blessings that we have in a humble kind of way. The second is to express that thankfulness, to, to say thank you, to to verbalize it and let those around you, and especially God and your prayers, realize that you're thankful. And last is to express that gratitude through righteous deeds, be it uh, helping the sick, be it through charity work, through social change, or those types of changes that live on beyond our own generation. And that's what my work is all about, is what in Islam we call generational legacy of charity, which is not only something to feed individuals for the next day or the next week, but it includes a charity that builds institutions that go on, that builds ideas, that allows that gratitude of today to live on into the next generation so that my children can be thankful and their children can be thankful and they can be safe. It's hard to be thankful if you're not safe. I know as we talk to many of our family in Syria day to day, they're sometimes struggling with being thankful. They often wonder what's happening to them. Why are there hundreds of thousands dying and eight million children without food and and the suffering continues and they wonder if the world's paying any attention. But 
they remember their faith, they remember that for every challenge there will be a light at the end of that tunnel. And I think for those of us living in the the beauty that is America, it is our responsibility, as we do every year, to remember people like our families in Syria that have been suffering, to remember those not only in Syria but anywhere on the world that have not been blessed with the type of government, with the type of sustenance and economies that we have here and the ability to truly capitalize and take advantage of the gifts that God gives us. And again, that's part of the gratitude that I learned. Each of us has scripture that tell us about gratitude. And there's no doubt that Thanksgiving comes from the Judeo-Christian founders of America that felt that this country needed a holiday to come together and feel that gratitude. But I can tell you as a Muslim son of immigrants that my faith tradition from the same God of Abraham also taught me gratitude. That ultimately the passage in the Quran that said, the God who created me, who guides me, it is he who feeds me, who gives me drink. When I am ill, it is he who cures me and who will cause me to die and then bring me to life. I hope that he forgives me on my faults in the day of judgment. That's from chapter 26. All of our scripture, I think, has multiple, multiple references to thankfulness and gratitude. But specifically, I, as I tell you about who I am, I think that it is important for us Muslims living in a country like America, as a minority, that we show that that gratitude involves a responsibility, that that gratitude involves a duty to act within the house of Islam, to take that appreciation and turn it into action, not just verbal condemnation of terror and not just an understanding that we have a responsibility, but it, it is those three stages of gratitude. One, understanding. Two, verbal expression. Three, doing the deed. And that deed is countering the ideas of political Islam, countering the precursors to radicalization that include separatism, conspiracy theories, hate of the West, anti-Semitism, all the ideas that I've talked to you week to week on this program. That is what gratitude is about. So as we ate our Thanksgiving turkey this week, I was reminded of this very, very deeply American tradition that took one of the foods and made it into a historical remembrance of gratitude. Yeah, the president pardons the turkey every year to show that we are compassionate, gracious appreciators of gifts of God, including turkey. But it also reminds us that that tradition is an annual remembrance so that when you smell that turkey baking, you'll always remember a gratitude for this country. And I resolve, as I do every year, to do everything I can so that American Muslims can hear our voices, can act, can give back to this country, 
and give back to this world to change the regimes that prevent their populations from being free and understanding the America that we love to give back to their people that live under subjugation of tyranny, of Islamism, of political Islam, of Wahhabism, of monarchical dictatorial regimes of Saudi Arabia, Qatar, and military dictatorships of Egypt and Syria, and all those nations that have yet to realize real freedom. That is what I'm thankful for, is that we have the energy and the wherewithal and the resources to fight back against those dictatorships that have taken ownership of our faith, and it's time that we wrestle it back and bring our faith through the reforms that the West went through, and that we begin this process of separating mosque and state. It's going to be a long process, but I think at the end, the process is one of gratitude. If you have enough gratitude and you want your children to live in a society like this one and not be threatened by security concerns domestically and abroad, then Islam will need to reform. Muslims will need to reform against Islamism and bring back Islam to its root principles of Judeo-Christian Islamic ethics of integrity. That's what I'm thankful for, and that's what we're working for every day. We'll be right back. Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser on the Blaze Radio Network.